and thank you. So this is our mystery guest today, Mr. Kasumo. So I'll allow Kole to introduce himself to you, um, and then we'll take it from there. But do stay on because we have this big surprise for you at the end of the show. Hey, Adeola and um, Soji, great to be here. Thank you for your warm introduction. Thank you very much. And everybody out there, hello. Um, I'm Kunle Kasumo. I host a TV show, Channels Book Club, where we discuss all things books. Um, it has been an absolute um, delight speaking to writers and authors and publishers and uh, booksellers, people within the book space over the last um, 10 years or so, traveling to cover book events and so on. So it's uh, it's been all about books and books and books and books for me. And that has been an absolute pleasure. It's great to be here. Thank you very much, guys. Yeah, thank you. So before I go to the next um, question, I'm just going to let you into this little secret. You know, when I was coming to your show in Nigeria and I said, oh, is there any formality? And you was like, oh, just come. Um, there's, I won't have any, there are no questions I'm going to ask you that you won't be able to answer. So I popped out, went to um, a shop in UK and bought this lovely green dress. And then very last minute, um, you were like, oh, anything you do, don't wear green. I was like, oh my God, I've got my green dress. What am I going to do? <laughs> I've told everyone about this. I don't think I've ever told you, but that's really funny. I was like, this is my beautiful green dress. I've been told not to wear green. What am I going to do? So I quickly changed that. You know, that was interesting. It was quite an experience for me, you know, because I thought everything was okay, yeah. you know. So, yeah. <laughs> well, as you discovered, yeah, was... it had to do with the studio's green chroma. So usually yeah, when you wear green, um, it's always a problem for, for editing yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. That's very so, good. So, um, I, th I thought, is, is that a big tip at the end already? I thought you were giving the big tip at the end. No! <laughs> <laughs> so, whatever you do, when you're going to a studio, don't wear green. Green, <laughs> no, don't. That's a good tip, yeah. Right, yeah, so yeah. that's a good one. So Open with a tip. To, um into books because i'm sure i'm not sure if you did english literature at uni how did you get into books what you know how did you get transformed into being the book host or the tv channel uh, book host? literature no it was science so science science right. science um but you know i had a passion for literature from when i was very young um my mom taught me how to read i think when i was about five years old and um, she used to work um, in a radio station. Um, so, and she had a passion. She still has a passion for books. And okay. she she used to buy comics and books for me and my brother back then. And, you know, we used to devour them, just read and read those comics and those books. And I think that planted in me the seed that seed for literature and mm. even while i was in secondary school university um i was not a very great student because i was always going to the library to find books on geography and politics and history and novels and all that i used to read all those you know almost ferociously um, I remember in, at the University of Ibadan then, I would go to the Kennedy Library 
and start picking books that had absolutely nothing to do with what I was studying. And I'll just be reading them for hours, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it broadened my mind, but uh, it, it didn't exactly help my grades because, um, you know, the Nigerian academic system is designed for you to just focus on what um, one professor or doctor teaches yeah. you in class. Yeah. you know regurgitate that and just deliver as you were taught and then you score your marks and get your first class you know that kind of thing but i i wasn't that kind of student i wasn't that kind of student um I, and i still think there's a lot of merit in um being the kind of student i was because it helped me to broaden my mind um yeah. and helped me to understand the world a lot better um yeah. i mean some will argue otherwise but then that's that's me i think education should broaden the mind expand yeah. the mind and you know take you into new places and new worlds and all that and that was my concept of education as a kid and um and, and the way i read you know was in line with that so years later um somehow i found myself asking myself that question, what do I really want to do? What do I love doing? And the answer was, you know, um, literature, knowledge, information, reading, studying, mm. writing, you know, those kind of things. Mm. So the next question was, how do I find the economics of that? Because I always tell people, um, find your passion and then find the economics, you know, mm. of your passion. Once you do that, you're fine. You know, for every yeah. passion, there is there is the economics of it. If you can sort that out, then you might as well do what you're passionate about rather than just doing what you mm -hmm. get paid to do. Mm -hmm. So um, I was able to answer that question um, in a few ways. And here I am today. While I was doing some work related to literature, uh, and to be, to, be, to be clear, that work was ghostwriting. I was a ghostwriter oh, before I got on to really? Yeah. <laughs> so, so while I was doing my ghostwriting work, I got invited to host a TV program about books. Um, I, there was a lot of reluctance at the beginning, but mm -hmm. I didn't want to do that because the very nature of my work was to hide. So mm -hmm. I was now being invited to be on TV. Uh, I didn't want to do that, but... Then I did it, and the rest is history. <laughs> well done, well done, well done. Wow, 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 wow. You know, it's it's amazing. You said so many things. I don't even know where to start, you know, because a lot of things resonate with me, you know, because, A, you went to University of Ibana, which is where I kind of grew up, you know, and um, my my dad used to, used to teach there, you know. And so all those places that you mentioned, uh, places that I, I, I know, kind of Dickey Library and all those sort of places, I actually did a law degree in as well, you know? So yes, it's it's like home to me, you know? It's like, and then you mentioned the fact that you love reading comics, you know, and the fact that your mom, you know, always sort of bought you guys comic books and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. I remember that I had this, um, and of course, I mean, growing up, everyone in our, in our generation had that um, passion for comics and stuff like that. I don't know if, they still do comics these days, you know. If, if they did, I mean, they're probably online now. <laughs> you know, no, they yeah. do. I saw a few at the London Book Fair this year. Oh, really? Um, wow. Okay. Yeah, it was quite interesting. Yeah. Um, I think people, some people, still like that comic type life with the drawings 
and you know the speeches you know they do all those nice things there you know um so for people that are maybe pictorial they'll probably prefer it to just reading a novel yeah, yeah, but so, what, yeah. What, what, caught, what caught me the most about Kure's uh, thing is that, look, okay, so here you are, you want to be like a ghostwriter, somebody who's, 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 who's like in the background, doesn't want to be seen, you know, and especially just does the work almost like anonymously, if you like, right? And let the other Amazing. person take the glory, the accolades and all that sort of thing, right? And then you just went to the other extreme of now being the one that actually is in front of people <laughs> and asking them questions, you know? <laughs> Now, that was a third <laughs> little bit of surreal, right? Now, the, the key for me is today, now, yeah, yeah. we are now interviewing you who interviews guests. <laughs> I know. You've been <laughs> framed. You've been I put know. on the spot. <laughs> how, how does that feel? Oh, well, um, it feels a bit strange. Um, <laughs> it feels different. <laughs> yeah, it feels very different. Uh, very be, different. Being on the receiving end of questions, right? but I still do I still I still do a lot of ghostwriting um till now okay. so I still live I still live in both worlds um I, it's interesting because when I talk to authors or I go to authors conventions and um, festivals and all that um I, I'm usually moderating panels or asking questions. Okay. You know, and all that. So uh, it's interesting that a whole lot of writers and authors I speak to don't realize that I'm a writer myself. <laughs> so, because my, my writing requires me to be very confidential about. Uh, of course. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I've done quite a lot of books. I've done probably over 60 books that I've written. Um, right. but, what genre do you write in? What genre? Usually, usually autobiographies, okay. memoirs, um, biographies, etc. Mm. I dabble a little bit into into fiction, but not so much. But uh, okay. more of non-fiction writing. Um, okay. Yeah. So I'm talking to writers and authors, and. Um, I'm asking questions like I'm totally oblivious to their experiences. <laughs> wow. wow. But, but it, it's a life I live every day. The life of a writer mm -hmm. is one I live every single, every single day. So I feel, I feel what they feel. I understand when they say mm -hmm. certain things. Uh, even yeah. though um, for the sake of viewers and for confidentiality, I don't project myself as a writer. <laughs> so... So that's I get very, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you have to sign the NDAs of the world and all of that with the ghostwriting, yeah. you know. Yeah, exactly. Now it looks like you're actually even more prolific than the authors that you interview. <laughs> well, uh, well, uh, well, I, 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 well, maybe for some, I guess. Mm. <laughs> Listen, you, you can you can be immodest here. It's okay. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> It's very modest. It's just say, oh, I'm this, I'm not that, I'm this, but it's fine. It's okay. So for authors watching and people, this, this is where this is where we murder. This is where we murder modesty. So go ahead and just be modest. <laughs> yeah. So for those watching um, who are just there thinking, what am I going to get out of this? You know, I'm a writer. I haven't published my book. I'm a writer. I've published my book. I'm a writer. I want to brand. 
And I want to reach out to people like you so that you can interview me. Um, you know, just talk generally. What are the key elements that people like us in the industry who are authors or want to be authors or, you know, publishers, what are the key elements of the industry that you think we need to sort of hold on to or adhere to, you know, in your experience? And I've only been in the industry for a very long time. You, you mean specifically with regards to promoting your book? Yeah, promoting and branding mainly, yeah. And branding your book. Oh, yeah. okay. That, that's an interesting question. Um, a number of things need to be put into consideration. Um, and the first, of course, will be from the very beginning, how do you want to publish your book? Um, publishing is basically about two things, marketing and distribution okay so um if you want to summarize publishing it's about marketing it's about distribution marketing is about how you project the book how you design the book how you sell you know and all that and then um, distribution of course is about how you make it available now if you market and you don't distribute you're in trouble if you distribute and you don't market you're in trouble so both have to go hand in hand. So you need to answer that question from the very beginning. How do you want to publish? And there are essentially two ways you want to do that. One is you either do traditional publishing, where you have a publisher who looks at your manuscript, if he thinks it's a seller, signs an agreement with you and says, okay, you take 20% royalty, I take the rest, I do all the work. So he markets the book, he distributes the book, gets the money, gives you your 20% or your 30% or your 15%, whatever it is you agree on. Um, so he does all the work. So you cross your leg and then you start thinking about your next book. You start writing how he sells, how he markets, how he distributes. It's all up to the publisher. So the publisher has to be creative about that. Now, um, what is globally popular now is the other type of publishing, which is self-publishing where you are the one who markets and distributes your own book. So I think your question is more related to the self-publishing um, experience because yeah. the publisher, the traditional publisher, is the one who will answer your question if you are doing traditional publishing. is the one who has to figure out how he markets the book, how he yeah. distributes the book, and bring you your royalties. Um, yeah. But self-publishing you have to do it yourself although i also have to say that whether it's self-publishing or traditional publisher um there's an argument that the writer is the number one promoter of his or his or her yeah. book um, so yeah, even the brilliant yeah the smart traditional publisher understands this and leverages mm. on the writer the author you know to market the book yeah mm. so Apart from those, so what would I say? I would say um, get your book out as much as possible, social media, traditional media. Um, to do traditional media, understand how they work. Television, mm -hmm. how do you get on television? You don't always have to pay to be mm -hmm. on television. Um, you need all the usual things, network, um, mm -hmm. connections, relationships, somebody to introduce you to the presenter, or the producer, yeah. and then you pass your book along, and you try to sell your book, you try to explain why it is good content. Um, yeah. Then radio, 
there are radio programs that are about books not many in nigeria there is i can't i i saw so two come to mind in nigeria not so many books about not not so many tv shows about books in nigeria no. um but it's the same it's the same strategy you've got to connect yourself with the presenter producer and you've got to introduce your work to them and you've got to try and explain to them why it is good content and mm -hmm. from there they can get you on social media is a bit less tedious because it's an open platform so yeah. you use twitter you use instagram you use facebook you use um whatever new um social media applications are there to just promote mm. your book as much as possible um mm. yeah i think those generally and of course you have events some yeah. writers do book reading events um which help then they can build publicity around the book reading events um so mm. you want to do your book reading at a particular bookshop for example you promote mm. it people get to know about it they come around you sign the sign you have your copies of a book signed and all that so quite a whole lot of things i hope i've not said too much and nothing but you know quite a whole lot of I things effort. <laughs> a lot, lot of efforts you got to put into pushing yeah. it out there yeah uh, i mean people are gonna go away and think to myself oh my goodness there's so much work to be done here where do i even start <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that why I'm doing this? Okay. Just to be saying, you know, I'm marketing my books. You know, uh, it's um, it's quite tedious, but I think, like you said, there's no way, no other way to do it than to just keep going and be seen in the industry, really. Yeah. Right. Um, Kuli, yeah. So you you've been you've been in you've been you've seen more or less all of the angles, if you like, uh, but. From all indications, it looks like you, I mean, people know you more publicly as someone who runs a TV show, right? And that TV show obviously has attracts, obviously, a very a large audience, given the fact that maybe you have what I call maybe a bit of a monopoly within the industry, if you like. There are not that many TV shows that are like yours, right? And at the same time, it also has that uniqueness about it in the sense that um, not a lot of people, um, there's, there's this uh thing about uh in in, in the part of the world that we come from that um reading is not as popular as it is in other parts of the world right what would you say could help to encourage reading more i mean from 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 your own from your own you, well i call it little experience from your from your own past experience if you like <laughs> <laughs> little experience uh, okay um remember this is where we this is where we murder modesty so please <laughs> <laughs> so please go for it how do you how do we get people to read more um where nigeria generally Europe, america well i guess generally. i guess it's, it's, it's because we're, we're, we're just a global audience but i guess if you want to sort of safety fine we all have what I call uh, Nigerian origin, if you like. Uh, all, all, all three of us on this on this on this show today. I mean, that means you can address the Nigerian audience. That's fine. It doesn't it doesn't matter. I mean, and you can also transpose it, and people can pick up what applies to them, wherever they may be watching okay. from anywhere in the world. You know. But we would love to hear um, from your comments. We love we love to hear your comments for any, anyone who's watching this. You know, about reading, about writing, about publishing, and I mean, getting getting. You know, if you have any questions, please. Leave them in the comment section below. We'll get Kule to answer them, or one of us will answer them. But please go ahead, Kule. I will say three things. 
maybe four, but three essential things. One is we need to make books accessible to people, accessible to people. Um, when books are accessible to people, then you increase the chances of them reading. Um, where I live, there are not so many bookshops. That's a problem. There's so, not so many people where, no, sorry, not so many places where people can easily have access to books. Um, mm. I think that's very important. Um, the more accessible um, books are, the easier okay. it is for people to be able to say, okay, I mean, they need to see the books first before they even decide whether they're reading or not in the first instance. Yeah. So, but where the yeah. books are not easily accessible, then they don't even have that choice most of the times. Mm. Uh, unless you're talking about people who actually go out of their way to go and find books, you know, yeah. which is pretty tricky. So accessibility, I will say, is number one. Um, mm. That's number one. Number two, we also need to get people to understand that um, it's, it's a good thing to read in the areas of their interest. And there's a book for every interest. Mm. You know, my son loved and still loves football. Mm. Initially struggled with reading. So what I did was to get him books about football. So um, when you have biographies about Pele, about Marcus yeah. Rashford, about um, um, Maradona, about Messi, you know, and he's already interested in those characters. If you then force, in quote, force, you know, if you insist, yeah. maybe I shouldn't use the word force, insist that he should spend time reading, and that is the option he has. He might grumble, but he will discover, well, not so bad after all, at the end of the experience, okay? Which was what happened in his own case. And then gradually he, he developed interest in reading. Um, so there is a book for everybody. Whatever mm -hmm. your interest is. When I meet people who say, I don't read, I say, what, what are you interested in? And once they mention it, and I have mm -hmm. a book along that line, I pick up that book and give it to them. I say, try and more often than not, they discover that reading is not so bad. It's not so tedious as they thought, you know. And um, also, uh, um, the, the other thing I'm going to say is for kids, which is where it all starts. For young people, parents, when kids are very young, parents need, need to spend time with their children mm. reading. That mm. is, for me, the number one key. To getting kids to yeah. read and once kids mm. love books they will grow up with that love and they will probably never depart from it um yeah. so you need to spend time with your kids reading now why is this so powerful your kids love you mm. they want to spend time with you mm. they'll have a good time with you now if you read yeah. with them they will connect mentally connects books to time with you which is something yeah. they want and something they love mm. so mentally books become tied to something good and good memory as well yeah yeah, mm. yeah yeah so once you are able to accomplish that then they get comfortable with books they actually like books 
that's what I've observed, mm -hmm. you know. So I used to spend time with my kids reading. Um, then, and I know that parents who do that, their kids eventually, while, while they may not, while some may not be great, um, you know, lovers of books, they certainly will mm -hmm. not be people who grow, who grew up, uh, uh, um, not liking reading at all, you know, so mm -hmm. at the very least they will be comfortable with reading when they can, when they're able to. You know, so um, I think those will be my, those, those will be tips that come to mind quickly. Um, if you meet people who also, who also don't read, if, if you also meet people who don't read, apart from telling them that they should find books that uh, are in line with their interests, also encourage them mm -hmm. not to necessarily read big-sized books. Mm. You don't need to read a big-sized book, you know. So mm -hmm. if you are reading a book, in your area of interest that is not too thick you know mm. uh by the time you are done with that book it begins to stir up in you you know that's that interest in reading more and more along that line and then maybe one day you know you want to go beyond that and start reading something entirely different so those will be my tips and then in the world we live in now a lot of things have changed um there are audio books mm. so you don't have time to read you know, I mean, plug in an audio book and listen to it while you're walking, while you are in mm. you know, car driving, while you are doing whatever it is, you know. Mm. And then there are also e-books, um, which you can read from yeah. e-readers. I remember yeah. years ago, I used to stack books when I'm traveling because I want to read them. I'll just stack <laughs> books and then my, my luggage will be so heavy, you know, until I got my Kindle and um, I realized I could put um, <laughs> I could put put 100,000 books you know, in mm. one small device that can mm. talk by, you know, mm. so um, those are the kind of things that um, we can, you know, um, use to encourage people to read more. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. That's great. Yeah, that's really great. I remember going on an interview, a funny interview, actually, and they asked me the same question. How do you encourage reading? And I said, it has to be of interest to you. And... Um, the second one was that if you don't like reading, just read a page at a time. Just read one page. It's fine. Next day, read mm -hmm. the second page. And also, I said that parents should not stop their children from reading the books that they like. Because you go to the library, yeah. a child sees a book, and you're like, oh, why is that dinosaur there? What was that there? That, that looks dodgy, you know? And the child is really, like, put off, mm -hmm. and they don't want to sort of read because what you're doing is more or less stopping them and putting your own reservations about books and topics into their minds and you can't learn anything if your mind is not sort of wide open and for you to sort of broaden your horizon you know um so well done thank you very yeah. much thank you i think Roger was going to say you're something welcome. is disappeared where are you yeah i was i was going to say that um you know, the, the, the modern age we live in allows us that access to technology, which a lot of us didn't yeah. have much uh, we much younger. I mean, which you just you kind of mentioned that you can take around 100,000 books with you. Your Kindle or whatever device you have uh, like allows you to read uh, books electronically. And you also mentioned audio books as well. So, yeah, which, which is absolutely amazing, given where we are now I mean, in the modern age that, that we're in. And it also lets us understand that, look, it's sort of mental limitations that you give, give yourself say, oh i can't carry a book around 
got your Kindle, you know, you got your phone, you got, you know, things that, you know, and you don't, you don't have those, what you might call, uh, hang-ups or things that, will, you know, if anything at all, even though bookshops seem to be dying, if you like, I mean, I mean, there's, there's a big growth in places where you can buy books online, you know, and you still have, I mean, even on, even on YouTube, you know, you can have books, uh, yeah. books, uh, that you can uh, listen to on, on, on YouTube as well, so, you know, a lot of them are even, you don't even have to pay as well, so which it tells you that um, it, there's a lot, there's, there's, there's a lot of um, opportunities out there for people mm. who, who who want who want to read. Now, mm. you know the um, one of the things that as as an as an author, which you are, and also somebody who also interviews authors, publishers, and stuff like that. Right? What would you say has been your most amazing experience um, doing this doing this what, what you do? When he interviewed Adiola Sonola. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's, let's apart, apart from that, okay? This is the place where your mother, mother's, mother's, so please go ahead. <laughs> Interview, interviewing Adiola was certainly one of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, but you know um, that's a difficult question because I've had so many interesting experiences with writers and authors. So many. Um, it's a very difficult question to answer. But I think an experience. Oh, uh, okay. So on the show we have this um, book review essay competition that we do. Um, where we ask kids in secondary schools to read a book and then write an essay to review the book. Mm. Then we take the best three of them to um, some international book event somewhere. So in the past, we have done Frankfurt, we've done London, we've done Dallas, we've done Sharjah, um, mm. you know. Um, I think taking those kids to those events, on those trips, I think that stands out for me because it's always a mind-blowing experience, you know, just watching those kids lighten up, just watching them, for some of them, never traveled out of the country before. No. Uh, and then seeing that by reading a book and writing an essay to review the book, yeah the world has suddenly opened up to them. You know, that, that's, that has had a profound impact on me. You know, just looking, I mean, some of the kids, like I said, I've never traveled before. Right from the plane, I'm just looking at them and they are mm. in, you know, they are just amazed. The experience is just yeah. so almost overwhelming for them. My, my you know, and yeah, and then seeing them step you know, on the soil of Europe for the first time mm. or America for the first time, you know, and it's all connected to a book they read. Yeah, amazing. And they, and they wrote about, and some of them, you know, when you listen to their stories about how maybe they didn't hear about the competition until the last week mm. and mm. They, were, they were a bit reluctant at first, but, you know, they decided to do it, you know, and they had to spend nights reading the book and then writing their essays you know, and submitting it. And, you know, there's a, there's a qualification process where the best 10 are brought to channels TV 
and we host them and then the judges sort of like drill them so um the the judges drill them on what they what they've written um and also the content of the book you know yeah. so at the end of the day it's not just about their writing skills it's also their confidence yeah. and their expressions yeah. you know and all that all combined together you know yeah. and then watching them overseas engaging our hosts you know i remember we went mm-hmm. for a mystery thriller a, a mystery writers convention in dallas and you know all these writers mystery writers there introducing the kids to them you know and the writers asking them questions you know and the kids engaging the writers you know mm-hmm. just watching all that watching all that and watching some of the kids shedding tears because of the experience oh, I think, I think, yeah, I think that's just, uh, you know, recently because, you know, the show is 10 years this year, we did a little bit of back in time um, mm. thingy. Um, the first three kids that we took out was in 2013 um, to Frankfurt, Germany. Um, and, you know, so went back to them to find out where are you guys now? And, mm. you know, one of them medical medical doctor in canada oh. another one in, at, oh. a researcher at stanford another one you know here in nigeria mother mother of a beautiful baby and you know doing her own thing in port Harcourt, you know just just mind-blowing really just mind-blowing yeah just mind-blowing I, I think that's for me apart from the experience of standing um of interviewing um, very outstanding <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, outstanding yeah. writers like Adiola, yeah. You know, I think that, that will be that will be it for me. That will amazing, be it for me. amazing, amazing. Yeah. And I should add that the most boring, the most boring of all my experiences. Um, yeah, I might get in trouble for this. The most boring <laughs> is attending book launches. Book launches are so boring. Mm. Goodness. Um, yeah, the way they're organized in Nigeria are so. I mean, mm. I mean, just mm. yeah. So I wish people who organize book launches can, you know, do it better. I did attend one recently that was, you know, a bit different. Um, yeah, yeah, but. I think generally most most people who organize book launches in Nigeria they they don't um, put in the effort to make the event um, shorter mm-hmm. yeah and more more creative yeah. you know um, yeah so so maybe the, this I is a question what's question. What, what would you do to make a book launch more meaningful no, it's gonna be the next. It's coming back on the next show. It won't be for today. So hold that, hold it, hold it, hold it. We're not mixing two together. So you're gonna come back if you don't mind and just give tips on how to make, make um, your book launch meaningful. Yeah, meaningful. Okay. So if you don't I'll mind, be happy if you don't to do mind. that. Fantastic. I'll be happy to do that. All right. So on so the next part two of this, we'll have. And he's talking about how to make your book launch more impactful. Fantastic. Thank you so much. <laughs> I did like you were gonna ask about um you're gonna uh I mean obviously ask him about the the closing tip you're gonna, gonna, gonna give to us. You asked him to hold on at the end. Um yeah. is this where you wanna do that or you are you gonna wait you have any more questions to ask him before that? 
No, I think when the rounding up is just for Kunle to give us a big secret that our guests have been waiting for. You know, that the biggest tip and trick in the industry. One thing. So if they watch this um, show and they took one thing away from this show, what will it be about all of the things we've talked about? It could be one, it could be two. Mm. One tip. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> you know, write a book. Write a book. You know, write a book. There's a book in you. Write yeah. a book. Um, a book is very powerful. Um, I don't care what else you do, but you've mm. got to write a book because mm. when you are gone, long gone, long gone, a book, a book is going to be there. The book you mm. wrote is going to be there and That's it's going to be there for generations after you know mm. and there is no title on 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 our own show you know you're always faced with the challenge of uh, whether or not to use a title you know to introduce somebody or when you put the caption there is it just first name yeah for most people first name but for some categories of people you know, their titles are almost synonymous with their names. You yeah. know, so we, we won't put Wally Shoinka on TV and put Wally Shoinka. We probably will have to put Professor Wally Shoinka, mm. for example. For example. Mm. So um, when we are when we are confronted with that, we always say that the most important title is that of author. Mm. You know, author is the most important title, whatever it is, whether you're a professor or you're a president or mm. a prime minister, there's no title, no greater title than that of author, you mm. know. So um, I think that <laughs> I think that my tip will be for everybody listening out, listening out there, you know, plan to write your own book, plan to get your own book out one day. You know, before you leave these walls. Absolutely. That's great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So how can people reach you? So people that want to come on your show and talk about their books or their book, how can they reach you? Yeah, yeah. Um I'm very easy to reach. <laughs> Have you got a Twitter account, Facebook, yeah, YouTube? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I can I can hear a lot of people who have been trying to reach me for like months, you know, almost wow. knocking my head there. <laughs> and you're still you're not important. You're very famous. Not not really. Okay, so um let me give a number. I think that's the easiest way to get me. Um what Oh it will be what... your channel's TV email address. Oh yeah, I will yes, I can give um I my Twitter is at at Olakunle Cast, at Olakunle Cast. That's my Twitter handle, right. at Olakunle Cast. Not, yeah, not, not to worry. Twitter I mean, handle. we'll have all of that in the description um, at the bottom of this, so our guests can go and click on it and, and find, follow. Sorry, I follow, follow. That's our guests, uh, viewers, if you like, if you can, can go and yeah. <laughs> uh, go go to. Yeah, the well, guess, sitting down at home and watching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, a phone, phone, Twitter. Those are my, those are my primary. I mean, an email. Those are the primary ways of mm. getting to me. Um, very Beautiful. Quickly. Either mm. by phone, through WhatsApp, or by email. 
um, or by my Twitter handle. Those are the easiest ways of getting across to me. Fantastic, fantastic. We'll have all those details available in the um, in the description section for all our viewers to, to have a look at. And if you have any questions for Kule or you have any comments uh, on, on this episode or any other episode for that matter, please, please, please uh, don't hesitate to leave your comment in the comment section below. And of course, subs hit the subscribe button, you know, and, and share this with um, folks that, that, you, that you, you know who are interested in finding out how to write books or, or get on um, the book writing um, world out there, Platform. you know. Thank, thank, mm. thank you so much. Adela, over to you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Kole. Thank you. I shall see you when next time around, you know. I'll give you a shout. But thank you for coming. It's been great. great. Pleasure, 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 pleasure. <laughs> you know, um, you. I, I wanted to say now we retaliate as we usually say where I come from, you know, but um, <laughs> that would be appropriate. But I've said it anyway, <laughs> you know. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Adela. It's great to be well. Yeah. Thank you, everyone thank you. who's been listening. So watch out for the next episode where we bring you some other mystery guests to give you tips and tricks in the industry of writing, being an author, publisher, name it, anything, you know. So thank you. And that is it from us today on Bookyard Podcast. Bye. Bye for now. Bye for now. <laughs>